Yo, yo, check this out. Check this out. Previously heard. Previously heard. Good Hope FM. Let's go. Today we're talking about how hearing loss affects your mental health. Now, in 2017, the Hearing Health Foundation in the United States noted that hearing loss can increase an individual's risk of developing mental illness, including depression, anxiety, and dementia. To weigh in on this, we've welcomed an audiologist at the Ear Institute in Belleville to tell us more about it. Shanae Darius, welcome to Good Hope FM. Thank you so much, Leanne, and good morning to you and your listeners as well. So good to be chatting to you this morning. Um, you know, I'm so interested to hear about this because I think a lot of people don't understand the far-reaching um, kind of like challenges that a lot of people have uh, when they face hearing loss or uh, loss of sight and things like that. Uh, I'm going to start off with this question. After reading this information, it is quite clear that hearing goes beyond just the ear that we see. Uh, can you give us a little bit more clarity on how how hearing and hearing loss in general affects mental health eventually. Okay, thank you for your question, Leanne. I think the first point is just to to break it down into what the ear consists of. So yeah. here we've got three main parts of the ear. Uh, we've got the outer ear part that we can actually look into. And there we look at issues of like wax blockages, infections, eczema, you know, those type of things. Kids sticking foreign objects in their ears. And the sound would basically go into that outer ear and be transported through the eardrum and, and the little bones. And that forms part of our middle part of the ear. And often issues with like perforations in the eardrum, infections and those type of things is what affects that second part. And the sounds will then be transmitted into the inner part of the ear. And that's oftentimes where we have issues with our organ of hearing, um, viral infections and more permanent sensory type of losses. And here, the type of things that can be uh, causing those type of losses would be high-risk pregnancies, aging, um, you know, when our, when our hair cells decide to go in retirement as mm-hmm. well, yeah. you know, the genetics, noise, smoking, yeah. uh, chemotherapy, those are the type of things that commonly cause a permanent type of losses and I think it's also important here to mention that you get individuals who present with like normal hearing when we test them but will still come in and say I really struggle to hear or or to listen in the presence of noise or difficult type of situations and I think that's why I find that the ear is just basically that doorway into our brain because the real magic happens higher up than just the ear. Mm. It's actually what our brain is doing with what we can hear or, or actually in other cases what it cannot do with what it cannot hear because it's, it goes beyond just being able to hear well. Yeah. It's about overall well-being and the fact that healthy living is, is healthy hearing and well hearing is, is so important for well-being as well. Sure. Talk, talk to us about that concept, well hearing is well being. Uh, if hearing loss doesn't just affect hearing, uh, what would you say constitutes the overall well being that is actually being affected? Well, in this context, Leanne, I'd say it, it, it's basically separated into three main parts. We've got that social-emotional part of well-being, the physical part, and more interestingly here for today is that cognitive part, which we alluded to in the introduction. And I mean, 
year research is showing us that people with hearing loss um, are at a much higher risk of developing quite significant cognitive problems at an older age. And one of the biggest biggest effects here is actually fatigue. You know, that somebody with a hearing loss or, or difficulty with hearing has to work so much harder to actually understand what somebody else is saying. I mean, usually, like, let's say it's a mild loss or early stages, it would maybe just be a simple misunderstanding and you'd have that patient asking, sorry, come again, oh, I didn't hear you just say again for me, and, and maybe that will help. But let's say it's in a more difficult type of situation or the hearing loss is more severe, there a lot more effort is actually needed to understand what is being said. And the more effort that is required, the more fatigue that is, that is being resulted in, the more tired you're going to be. And there we can actually distinguish between three different types of fatigue as well. You will have that mental fatigue, and that's where we get those headaches. We get that brain fog, the mm-hmm. confusion, where you're taking actually longer to respond to things, that you're forgetting what was actually said to you. Um, you have that emotional fatigue, having those actual feelings of irritability, you know, oh, now I have to ask this person again, oh, you know, you're quite stressed or you're quite sad. And then, of course, it's that physical fatigue that you you get so tired of having to almost overcompensate to fill in those missing gaps. You're, You're constantly actually leaning over and your muscles are maybe sore or the way you're sitting in a meeting to try to hear what somebody else is saying. So those are those physical type of fatigues that we actually also experience. And research is showing us that a hearing loss or being able, not being able to hear as well is actually going to speed up the cognitive decline, especially mm. in our older adults. Yeah. And that's where we start raising the risk for things like Alzheimer's and dementia, um, which, which are quite well-researched type of uh, um, mental, mental health issues. When we were talking about that, I, I heard last month, obviously, with mental health awareness, the fact that the brain is having to work so much harder to interpret the world without sounds it's now going to be unable to actually perform at other tasks, um, like memory, for instance. The fact that without the hearing, we're going to become less social. And so we know that as a fact, social isolation is also going to speed up the cognitive decline. And then obviously there's this physical aspect of the fact that your brain will actually start to shrink because they're starting to receive and interpret fewer signals. I mean, it comes down to this concept of we can't really expect our brain to remember everything yeah. if it doesn't have access to everything. True story. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, Shanae, um, just because of time, what can one do? What can be done in a situation like this, especially uh, when you detect hearing problems? I would say the first thing is to get your hearing tested sooner rather than later. Um, you're never too... To, too young or too old to actually have your hearing tested. And you definitely want to get ahead of it. You don't want it to result in the cognitive decline, the social loss, the physical loss that that forms part of that well-being. You know, you want to start with the management sooner rather than than later because you want to preserve that brain's function to to constantly keep it stimulated. It's a use it or lose it type of thing. So the first thing would be to do a hearing test. 
and to talk to your audiologist basically about the best way to manage whatever the, the impairment is, whether it is that it's from the middle part, the inner part, whether there isn't one uh, a specific type of hearing loss, that type of thing, and then managing it from there. And then obviously monitoring it. It's not a once-off type of thing. Even if your hearing is normal, you want to keep that as a good baseline and then monitor it as the years go on, especially if you know that there's maybe a genetic component that Omar, Opa, or whoever else also had a hearing loss as well. So I would definitely start with the hearing test first. Don't be scared of it. We don't hurt anybody. Um, It's about the fact that knowledge is power. Mm. Um, And at the Ear Institute, I mean, we've got 27 branches countrywide and in Namibia. Yeah, in Cape Town specifically, I mean, we, we're out in Belleville, yeah. Claremont, Somerset West as well. So anybody is really able to, to give us a call and you can either book a consultation or speak to an audiologist to, just to find out some more information and make sure that your your well hearing can contribute to your well-being to your as well. well-being. Beautiful stuff. Shane, thank you. You are such a wealth of information and it's so wonderful having to uh, had the opportunity to chat to you. So uh, hopefully we can get hold of you again, but we do thank you for all of your time. Thank you so much, Leanna. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. It is such Have a, a good pleasure. Day. There we go. Audiologist at the Ear Institute. Uh, that's Shane Dowries. We were talking about how hearing loss affects your mental health. <laughs> Feel it for more, for more. Tune in to goodhopfm.co.za. It's all you need.